Hey, everybody. Uh, you are listening to episode four of Arcade Cozy, the coziest game room on the internet. Uh, my name's Chris. My name is Corey Thrasher. And uh, we're back again. We're, we're, we're back. We are doing this again, as Part promised. Four. Part four, yes. Um, so how are, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I'm tired. Um, oh, you're going to hear my dog scratching himself <laughs> right now in this podcast. Um, he's doing good. He is a stage five clinger, and yeah. he is just right next to me. You're okay, bud. Oh, there you go. Good boy. <laughs> um, but no, I'm good. I'm tired. I've been doing a lot of housework. It was, I got home, I think, Wednesday night from work, and it was work. Housework, work, housework, work, housework. Yeah. Housework. And yeah. I'm back today. But there's been some gaming in between. Yeah. But it's uh, it's a fun it's a fun balance to strike whenever you get a little bit older. Um because I mean when I was younger, I mean I remember I couldn't be bothered to uh like load the dishwasher because it no. would cut into all the things that I have to do. But now, I mean, the amount of times that I or my wife are vacuuming the amount of times that we're washing dishes, the amount of times that like taking out trash, cooking dinner, doing this thing, doing that. Like the, I wish for the days where it was just, Hey, got a load of dishwasher. It's that simple. Those, those days will be here again, but who knows? You know, I I, I wish it was (laughs) that. I mean, we're, we are putting up drywall. We are, rearranging the living room. her her mom came up this weekend so i'm not going to say i rearranged the living room they uh, rearranged the yes, living room yes. but painted an entire room uh, it's been good it's a, it's a lot of fun um but it's cutting into the game time so yeah yeah which is um, never it's never a good thing i mean at the end of the day let's just let's just call it what it is it's um yeah you know that's it's always a negative when something cuts into the game time um but this week Corey, um, what are we what are we talking about this week? We are doing a, a deep dive. I'm gonna it's a deep dive on uh, Pokemon, our Pokemon. history of Pokemon, uh, the the history of Pokemon, and kind of where Pokemon's at, where it's going, um, and kind of just all things of Pokemon because it is a global phenomenon and it has been for over two decades now for for a very long time so we we decided to um kind of make this episode pokemon specific um which i mean if if you're at all interested in like being up to date on video games like it it's kind of timely i mean we have oh um, yeah you know this last week there was a pokemon uh direct drop mm-hmm, you know what, mm-hmm. whatever whatever you want to call it where they did it looks exciting like, yeah, they they put out just kind of general information, a little bit about, you know, a couple new Pokemon coming to Pokemon Unite, um, the Pearl and Diamond remakes that are coming to the Switch, and then the Arceus, Arceus Legends game that will be coming out beginning of next year. Aka and Breath of the Wild Pokemon edition. Breath of the Wild Pokemon. Yeah, it's it's very there like it is one of these kind of things where like Pokemon kind of comes in waves even still. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But the combination of Pokemon, you know, with the cards, the fervor with that, Pokemon games continuing to kind of be um, something that 
is deserving of its own little like uh direct sort of thing like it's it's worth talking about um i agree yeah so i mean if you if if you guys listened couple of weeks ago even as even as recently as last week you you've probably you know heard a little bit about some of our histories with pokemon um but you know general one word phrase Corey, like pokemon one word like how what is it in your life is it childhood childhood okay and Mm -hmm. So, which is probably a good indicator, like, you're not really as, uh, you're not really as into Pokemon nowadays. No, definitely not. Um, But it consumed my life as a kid. And I think with most, and, you know, and that's something that, like, okay, let's, let's start there. So, um, so a little, a little bit of quiz for you, Corey. When, when did, when did the first Pokemon game come out? Not in North America. Just in general, first Pokemon game is released. What year? Oh God! So I can distinctly—I—I I mean, I could be dead wrong in this memory as well. But playing on my color, my gold and silver, always being like 1997 was the year that it would show on there. Um, I could be dead wrong on saying that, but that feels very right memory. I'm going to say yellow. Like red and blue came out in '92. Oh, the East is that Japan? Do we classify Japan as the East? Yeah, yeah, so in we're, the East. The, we're the West. Yeah, yeah. That, that's my guess. That's your guess. I was okay. not. I wasn't prepared for a quiz. <laughs> um, he sprung this on me. Um, so um, I'm glad. I'm glad your life wasn't on the line because you were wrong. It came out in 1996. Was Japan? Um, Japan was mm. 1996. Um, America was 1998. Like, I mean, to not just 1998, but I mean, getting on close to about three years later, I mean, coming on close to 1999, like it was, um, it was something where, so I was born in 92. Um, that's, you know, I was six at that point. Yeah. Um, and I was kind of prime. I mean, in that tracks, like I, I yeah. remember playing Pokemon red when I was in kindergarten, when I was mm-hmm. in first grade, like it was a huge part of my like early elementary age. Um, yep. But, you know, you, you said that your first kind of experience with, or not first, but, you know, primary kind of experience with Pokemon being like that early obsession. But like, what was your first thing? Like what, what was your first exposure? Did you just happen to buy the game? Did you so, like find a card pack somewhere and be like, this is cool. I love this. This is uh, yeah. I think my very first, I mean, for me, my brain, this is where my concern, my first was gold. Um, okay. Not heart gold or silver, like Pokemon gold. Yep. Um, with ho-ho on it. Ho-ho. Uh, ho-ho. Ho-ho. Um, that was because I got a Game Boy Color. I think that's my first video game. Period. Okay. Wow. Wow. I, I think. Um, <clears throat> we'll see. I mean, around. So I got a PlayStation Two when I was in first grade. So you know, listeners, do the math. You can do the math right now, Chris. I don't know, <laughs> but uh, if that lines up, 
that's I think that's the first game I played, and okay. so that was you know Cyndaquil, uh, Totodile, and Chikorita. Um, yes, that was my first exposure to Pokemon. But when I watched Pokemon, it was the OG of at least what I watched on TV. They were showing OG of like. Pikachu, um, Charmander, Bulbasaur, yep. Yep. all of those. And the so, old, the old like Indigo League, as it was yeah, later yeah. kind of called, um, where it was just, I mean, it was your, it was those the OG. red and red and blue adjacent sort of storylines, which um, I always wanted, but I never got to play till I played Fire Red and I played through that. Then I played okay. through it again. Wow. Like I said, I say a couple months back, but it was like. Probably mid COVID, so it was probably like last, okay. like it was probably like this time last year. I but guess. that was your that was your first Checks experience out. with the with the original like generation. Yeah, it, was it was, was gold? I got gold, then I got silver, then I got crystal, and I played through okay. all of those several times. And as a kid, I yeah, I I played it a lot. I won't. <laughs> so this is deep dive on Pokemon. So we're just yeah gonna yeah talk go about it. go. Um, so I it. I think they showed it probably later on. Uh, it was definitely later on, but I was still playing these games. And the show they showed a Scizor, which was the evolution yep. of Scyther, but the metal yep. version of him. Yep. And I didn't understand how to get him. Okay. And I tried, and so I leveled up my Scyther. I'm talking like to like 70 something and nothing (laughs) happened. And I was just like, WTH, like what is going on? And I discovered years later what to do. and did it. And I just thought Scizor was the coolest thing ever. Um, But I I distinctly remember like multiple times, just like leveling up a Scyther to to whatever. And nothing ever happening. I mean, just being like, this is stupid. Well, and, Uh, and let's, I mean, like, let me back up a little bit and then roll straight into that point. Like, um, you know, my, so my, my first experience was a little bit, was a little bit earlier. I, I mean, I have legitimate distinct memories of my sister who was, you know, a fair bit older than me at the time. Whenever I was in first grade, she was probably, you know, late high school, early college. Um, she was with some friends. I, I mean, she called me into the living room and she was like, hey, check this out. This is really cool. And it was Pikachu fighting Brock's Onyx on the anime. Yes. Um, no, I, I and, distinctly remember this. Yeah. And I remember having this just like just epiphany. Like this was the most amazing thing I'd ever seen. Like this, yes. this show, this concept. and. I mean, at that point, legitimately, I'd never, I'd never heard of Pokemon. I didn't know anything. And it was within, I mean, like, let, let me take you down. I, I have it pulled up here um, just because, I mean, it's fascinating. But let me throw you down a little bit of a journey. So, like, nowadays, I mean, Pokemon games, yeah, we have Pokemon Unite. And we may have, like, this, like, Pokemon Masters or Pokemon Go has yeah. stuff going on. But, like, by and large, big, notable pokemon releases have slowed down they're probably i mean they're a couple of years apart at best in most Mm -hmm. cases um but let me let me 
walk you through this a little bit. Um, so the next appearance of Pokemon after Red and Blue in America was in Super Smash Brothers in wow. on April of 1999, um, where Pikachu and Jigglypuff were featured. Um, okay. I was about four. <laughs> between so between then, so April 1999 and December of 2001. Here are all of the games that Pokemon came out in. Like Pokemon okay. full fledged releases. You have Super Smash Brothers. Um, a couple months later, you have Pokemon Pinball for the Game Boy Color. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. A couple of days later, Pokemon Snap for the N64. A few okay. months after that, Pokemon Yellow. Uh, okay. A few months after that, Pokemon Stadium. Okay. Then a couple months after that, uh, Pokemon trading card game for the Game Boy Color. Mm-hmm. Then you had Pokemon Puzzle League for N64. Uh, less than a couple of months after that, you had Gold and Silver. You Jesus. had Hey You Pikachu, Pokemon Puzzle Challenge for the Game Boy Color, Pokemon Stadium 2, you had Pokemon Crystal, and then in December of 2001, you had Super Smash Bros. Melee, which had... Pikachu, Jigglypuff, Mewtwo had Pokemon characters. But during that time, that's roughly, what, 12 games in two years that Pokemon, mostly Pokemon dedicated titles, but at the very least had Pokemon a part of it. A game every two months, essentially. I mean, it's, um, so I mean, during that time, like it was this thing where, you know, I mean, I feel like every person has this opinion that like whenever they were a kid, it was the time for whatever, because whenever you're a kid, you're the thing that you're into means the most to you. And so therefore like any other kid who didn't have access to that in the same capacity that you did is, was just missing out. Yeah. And so like, but legitimately right in there, if you were like, if you were into Pokemon and you were born in the year like 2002, there, there were, there were plenty of things like there were, you know, you were of age to play like diamond and pearl and the mystery dungeon games and all these kind of things. But it's undeniable that like that late nineties, early two thousands period, if you were a kid who was into Pokemon, you were, you were in it. Like you were in the, you lived in the age and like that's the that's the funny thing is like pokemon went from like like i kind of said right there pokemon went from i just kind of come across the show to 12 games in two years pokemon cards pokemon show pokemon everything literally everything and I mean, it's 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 an amazing thing continually like that. It has this kind of impact because, I mean, you look at like you look at Mario and you look at Zelda and like very influential and very impactful. And partially, you know, they're not mixed media franchises. They don't have trading cards and all, you know, all this kind of stuff the same way. But like, you know, they are even though they may be arguably higher quality consistently oh shit 
I dropped something. Oh no. Um, the um but even though they have like more consistent things or more quality things consistently, um they you know, it's there's less of this hype, you know, and it's one of those things where yeah. like I don't I don't know. It's there is something. I mean, how would you how do you what would you say is the reason? Like, I mean, it's almost this kind of like ephemeral thing where it's like, you know, or you, you feel like it would be this kind of thing where it's like, ah, oh, it's a, it's a flash in the pan, it's short lived, but it's like, it's been 20 years. It's 20 years of Pokemon cards and anime mm-hmm. and like nothing, even if the hype has kind of slowed, like they, they have Pokemon cafes, like their Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I mean, Pokemon is still, this giant and i know oh, people it, it's a behemoth yeah and i know people i mean very specifically i have i mean my wife's nephew who is i mean technically i guess my nephew um you know he's 12 years younger than me and is m- a bigger pokemon fan than i've probably ever been oh yeah and you know he was born he was born in the early to mid 2000s he didn't see red and blue and i mean in the cards and everything in the same way that i did but yet it still hooked him it still got him like you know it's it's this weird thing and i mean like what what's the reason for it like what 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 do you think Corey? and so i mean this is such a tough question i mean i think for pokemon specifically i mean it is a behemoth of a franchise i mean it's a franchise that's the best way i feel like i can describe it but I think Pokemon's biggest problem, not problem, um, it's a good problem to have, is that you have people like me who grew up on, I would say, three core games, which were um, Gold and Silver, Ruby, Sapphire, Diamond, and Pearl. You know, that is my core. I would, I would say Ruby and Sapphire was my, like, uh, peak of Pokemon. Okay. Of, um, of games that I played, Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald that I played multiple, 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 and then even more times through. Yeah. Uh, kind of a thing, and I think once you start deviating from that into different Pokemon that are kind of the same thing, you know, like you yeah. have your. There's what six different types of Pidgeys at this yep. point through yep. all the generations. It's the same. It's the same thing at the yep. end of the day. Yeah. Um, well, and would you say it this way? I mean, look at it like here's, and I mean, I, I've I've heard this point kind of made before. Um, but and I think kind of where you're you're getting with that, like it's, I I mean, part of what seems like Pokemon's kind of enduring legacy has been has been the fact that it is this kind of like, regardless of how it moves forward and what it changes, there's almost kind of like an evergreen nature to it where like yes. that original mm-hmm. magic where it's like, you know, again, I mean, that's, it's not a secret thing. Like people have been, we'll talk about it a little bit later, but like, you know, people have been crying out for change and new kind of structure to things mm-hmm. for a very long time. But like, there is something to argue that like what has continued to work has been the fact that it's almost virtually the same sort of experience kind of appealing to newer generations. Yeah. And so I think for people like me, it's like, 
do I want to keep like being reinvested in all these new Pokemon, like re going like it's in the best way. And I think it it is a perfect formula because you know what you're getting at the end of the day. You're going to pick one of three starters. You're going to need a couple Pokeballs. You got eight gems to conquer. Do it how you want. There's a story there in the background and it kind of deviates a little bit. Um, but ultimately, you know, there's a, a set of villains. Sometimes there's two set of villains. But yep. It's really a set of villains. There's a legendary Pokemon at the end of the day that they're all trying to get to do, like they're bidding for them. You're going to get it at the end of the day. It's the title of the game. And you're going to beat all the gems, all eight gems. Then you're going to go into the Elite Four. You're going to conquer the Elite Four. And that's your game. And it yeah. is a, and, and I mean, the, it is a perfect bread and butter. Yeah, that they have rinsed and repeated for two decades now, and it it's perfect in the yeah. best way. Yeah, but at the end of the day, bread and butter is bread and butter. You know, <laughs> it's, it's the good. greatest invention, but it, sometimes you need some variety. Um, exactly. Yeah. So I think for someone like me, after Diamond and Pearl, and as I'm getting older into Black and White, and then like. I'm branching out into like more mature games, especially. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of young gamers start out with Pokemon and it's this. It teaches a lot of the basic fundamentals, I think, for RPGs and JRPGs. Yep. So on and so forth. And then as you get older, more mature games show up and you kind of take those in. And then when you want to come back to Pokemon, they have um, black and white too. And you're like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a thing. And yeah. it's like, I don't want that. I give me Cyndaquil back. Yep. You know. Yeah. Um, well, and and I, you know, we spoke about this. Um, I think whenever it first came up that we were talking about just, I mean, Pokemon in general a couple of weeks ago. But um, I missed out. I mean, to exactly to your point, like I missed out on Diamond and Pearl initially because those came out when I was in high school ish and during mm-hmm. that same period you had i mean let me look at this list this magic list that i have pulled up yeah i mean diamond and pearl came out a few months before halo 3 um it came out around the same time as like call of duty 4 like you mm-hmm. know f- to some people that doesn't th- who cares like that's you know whatever but during that time when i was ninth tenth ninth tenth grade sorry um <laughs> the uh that I mean, those were the game. Those were the types of games that I was most into. Um, they were a lot more skill based. They were a lot more like showy. They oh, were yeah. a lot more social in that regard. Um, and also online gaming and and things like that were kind of taking off. But it is one of those things that I think is continues to be kind of a testament to what Pokemon has always been. And I think what continues to make it stand the test of time is like like you said, Pokemon is childhood to so many people and like we're in this period right now where it's covid times off Mm -hmm. and on forever it seems like and people need that level of comfort and it is that thing where it's like you know um i mean leading into this like what is your what what are a couple of your favorite pokemon games i mean i kind of named them earlier i think my favorite the the one i put I think the most time into was Ruby. I okay. played that was, and so because I had gold, I had silver, I got Ruby. I've never I played Sapphire because my brother had it. My my yep. brother 
is by far a more a bigger Pokemon. Um, kind of. He's a bigger. He's a bigger Pokemon. Yeah, connoisseur <laughs> than I am. I mean, he's played everything at this point and still plays. Okay. He's in college yeah. now, and yeah. um, I think for him, it's just a little bit of home kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, I haven't played Sword or Shield yet, um, and I want to talk about it a little bit. But I, I started on Unite. Um, yeah. I liked it far more than I thought I would. Okay. I hate to say, but also I don't hate to say, you know, <laughs> which, it, which I mean, why, why do you, why do you hate to say specifically? I mean, like, you know, is it the, is it the, the it, mobile I mean, type of feel to it? A little bit. I know it's like not pay to play kind of a thing, but I know pay yeah. to win almost like helps a lot with this. They, there's um, a little bit of that. Yeah. Not a ton, but enough to like be like, what are you doing? Kind of a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I played for a little over an hour today, um, maybe two hours, um, and I enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun. Uh, the evolution system as like the fight goes on, your Pokemon evolve. Um, I found that pretty neat. A lot of fun. Um, you have. I mean, you have your specific moves, which like keeps home with, I mean, that's not anything new for a MOBA or this style, um, but it keeps home with what the core Pokemon is, is like deciding how do I tactically want to take on this enemy, these poor APOMs, they're being abused. <laughs> um, like, um, can, can I be APOM? Like, let me dish it back yep. out to yep. them. Yeah. Um, but, but before we dive into that, before we dive into the, it, too much yeah. like you know you kind of you kind of rounded onto that point like you know uh sword and shield you never played sword and shield for me I want sword and sh- sword and shield i mean legitimately as somebody who started with red and has played m- most of all the generations except the fourth one pokemon sword and shield is one of my favorite games like i mean full stop like legitimately very good and i don't okay. think i think sell me on it, it sell me on it right now you, well and here's here's the legitimate thing my my wife had become pregnant a couple of months prior and oh, yeah. i mean and this is the, the i think this is kind of the core discussion about pokemon is like it is this like comforting entity and here was this point like in my life where was i mean was sword and shield legitimately like if i'm being honest with myself was it this standout extremely different sort of experience no there there were a lot of really neat things like the wild area yeah the wild area legitimately i think is a really neat system i think um uh just i mean legitimately like kind of the story a lot of the pokemon that came out during that generation i think were really neat and really solid um, but by and large, it was this thing where it was like, you know what? I just, I kind of want more Pokemon. Yeah. And, and that's where we are. Like, that's, and that's why we are what, I mean, freaking, what are we, like 500 Pokemon games deep? I mean, go into the Mystery Dungeon games and Pokemon Unite and Pokemon Quest and Pokemon, like, stadium and puzzle league and cards and like all this kind of stuff it's it constantly is coming out and it's because i mean 
we need a little bit of that, you know? Yeah. And so like, and so that's the thing is like, I mean, you playing Pokemon Unite, like it, it is this weird kind of, I mean, pay to win is it, like there, there's that aspect. It's a legitimate it's a thing. thing, it's a thing. But there's something to it. Like I've played other MOBAs before, but it's, I mean, it's just a, like, it's a fun sort of thing. It's not trying yeah. to be this, like, um, this no, elite, super in, hardcore kind of experience, but it's, it's charming. Like there's this, it, there's it knows a what level it of charm is, about it. I think, which is what is important. It understands yep. it is a Pokemon MOBA and people aren't here for the MOBA. They are yep. here for the Pokemon and the feeling that it gives in it. It gave me that feeling as much as I didn't want it to. <laughs> kind of a thing. I wanted to hate it, and I didn't. And I and I enjoyed myself, and I liked it. But that- <laughs> so stepping, I mean, stepping kind of off to the side, like um, you know, we're talking about the games. Did you did you ever collect cards at all? I did. So okay. Um, this is before I moved out. Um, I was, you know, you're packing up, you're looking through stuff. I found a binder. Yep. Oh, wow. And, oh, I found a binder, <laughs> um, you know, with like all the card slots. You, yep. know, you get nine yep. cars on each side kind of a thing. I found yep. hundreds of Pokemon cards, probably wow. thousands of Pokemon okay. cards. Um, I gave them to my brother and I have no idea what he did with them. Yeah, um, yep. because my, my brother is a bigger Pokemon nerd than I will ever be. He has um, bought consoles to full f- to play face games, tattoo kind of, of Blastoise and. No, um, it wouldn't shock me if he had a Pokemon tattoo somewhere. <laughs> I don't think he has a single tattoo. The kid's extremely pasty, and my parents yep. would probably yep. be like, what did you do? <laughs> kind of a thing. Yep. But um, not being, if you're pasty and you have tattoos, that's not a big, big yeah. uh, thing whatsoever. I I'm, just, I'm pasty. I have a tattoo, and um, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. Yeah, So, but I mean, um, I don't even know where I was. Uh, you gave your cards to your brother, though. He's oh yeah, um, he and he's in, he's enjoying them. I'm sure. Yeah. Or maybe he shredded them and ate uh, he them in a fit of rage. Them. He probably sold them. He's a he's a Gen Zer yep. and um, <laughs> anything for a buck. You know? anything for a profit. Um, because so I I mean I had some OGs in there. So yeah, um, well, and like and again, like. I don't think this was kind of the the leading part of this discussion, but it's like, I mean, at the end of the day, I think there's a little bit like whenever you get to this point and it's you have COVID going on, you have like political issues just kind of like left and right and like, Everywhere. you know, I mean, it's there's there's so much stuff going on that does legitimately feel overwhelming. There is this quality to like having that thing that you can kind of dive back into to feel a little bit of that childhood comfort that like I think so many people have sought out. And so you've seen oh, yeah. this like you've you've seen this like hoarding, not hoarding necessarily, but just like people seeking out and finding Pokemon cards in a way that like is is virtually unheard of. Even oh, even ridiculous. whenever you look at like even like when I was a kid, if most of most of the time when I got a Pokemon card, it went about like this. We would go to wherever they would have it. Maybe it was a Target. Maybe it was like Ingles a grocery store and Ingle like and Ingles. We would like my mom and I would go grocery shopping. I would see it. 
Like I would just, and I would, Oh, 100%. I would, mm-hmm. I would get a pack like, and that's yep. what it was. There were a bunch there. I got it. But now you look at it, you cannot go into a target to get a mm-hmm. pack of Pokemon cards. Nope. Like you can't even be, I mean, people, people have been shot over getting Pokemon cards Wait, in a, in a out. store is, I think, I think that's what happened. Um, let, hold on. Let me look. Um, well, while, while so, you're looking, I'm going to grab my, my switch and see how much Sword and Shield are really quick while you pull this up. Give me five seconds. To grab I guarantee switch. you they are full price. Um, okay, so I'm going to talk about myself here for a second. So um, what am I looking for? I don't even know what I'm looking for. Um, All right. I'm what back. am I even looking for? Oh my gosh. I can't find it. Um, okay. Target stopped selling. I could have sworn somebody got like shot. Maybe they got beat up, Chris. Maybe they got beat up. I thought somebody got shot. Okay. Um, there was a, okay, so there was a physical altercation. It doesn't say specifically because or before. Doesn't say it was the cause. There had to be. I don't know. Um, anyway, the the point of it is okay, there was one. There was one involving a gun. Target takes trading cards off shelves temporarily after violent incident involving a gun. Okay. So I was right. There <laughs> there I mean, Damn. but in general, like that's the thing. It's like way back when we were kids. There was this, like, I think the, here's the difference. Here's, here's the weird thing now. It's like, full price, fun fact. Yeah, there's, I, I sincerely doubt we're going to be anything differently. Um, no, I, I mean, I, I assume that was the case. Yeah. Um, it is, yeah, we'll it, it, it is what it is. They be, they be what they're going to be. Um, it's Nintendo. Yeah. I expect um, nothing less. But, but that's the thing is like there isn't a there isn't a fervor over collecting Pokemon cards nowadays because of nostalgia. People are not like fist fighting, going like five finger fisticuffs in a target aisle because they need that sweet, sweet hit of nostalgia. They're doing it for, for money. Right. They're I mean oh, they're doing yeah. it for, for money. And like and that is kind of the difference in it is like you know pokemon it feels a little weird but like you know whenever i think whenever we were kids pokemon was like this 100% pure i mean let's say 95% pure like the consumers they were entirely pure in like their want and their love for pokemon and oh, yeah. you know the distribution of pokemon was more on the profit side Nowadays, though, I mean, it is that thing where, like, there's there are almost kind of like two distinct groups where it's like you have your like cozy gamers who were playing Pokemon. They have like Pokemon thumb grips on their switch and they Mm -hmm. have like Pokemon keychains and like plushies and they love the games and they'll play anything. and They'll play Pokemon Cafe and they'll play like just just anything that comes out. And then you have your like Logan Paul's 
who are like buying the rare Charizards and like (laughs) fighting in the boxing rings. And like, it's a show of, it's a show of wealth. And it is this kind of like, you know, it's this, um, it's this like bastardization of something pure, which I think inevitably happens. Oh, but yeah. it happens with anything. But it is this kind of like it shows a little bit of the strength of Pokemon that it's continued twenty years in to endure mm-hmm. and still be this like you know mark of purity, even when there's this encroaching threat of like the entire purpose of this is wealth, the entire yes. like whatever, like you know. And it's there's something comforting about that because I don't think there's there are many things in our world that can withstand that the way that pokemon has where it is just this kind of like you know pokemon could and maybe will i mean pokemon arceus you know will be coming out at the beginning of 2022 um and just full disclosure when pokemon the when pokemon arceus comes out i will have been 30 years old for a couple of weeks at that point. Damn. <laughs> um, but it's this. Yeah, it's rough. I'm crying already. Um, the, but there's this kind of like call that like this is going to be the future or it's laying, maybe not the future, but this is like mm-hmm. laying the groundwork for what the future could look like. And, you know, it is this thing where, I mean, 20 years down the line, there's frustration that Pokemon hasn't changed, but I think there's a little bit of like good that's come out of the fact that like oh, yeah. Pokemon still has endured and still because if it were this thing that just kind of wavered in the wind and just kind of like blew along with whatever new fad was coming on and like, okay, now we're doing this thing and we're like our core experience is based around this sort of experience that isn't inherently Pokemon, then I think Pokemon would wouldn't be standing in the test of time that it is like no. i mean at the core of it even the people who are fist fighting in the aisles for pokemon like i don't know that there are a bunch of them who have never been pokemon fans at some point in their life like they recognize the value in being able to invest in that like that thing i mean yep. like for example my wife has i i wouldn't say never cared about pokemon when she was a kid her parents thought the Pokemon was of the devil. Um, so she never got the experience with that. Um, but you know, on the flip side, she played through Pokemon X in a week and loved it to death. I mean, like, nice. you know, they're there. She, she's had varying experiences, but she wasn't fist fighting in an aisle over no. Pokemon cards because she doesn't have like, she doesn't have that level of experience or exposure, or, like, you know, appreciation. She's just, you know, she's a casual bystander. She's yep. even if she sees the value and like, and that's the thing is like there, there is something that is like inherently locked into it, to the core of people that have been affected by Pokemon to like want something that is pure, that just can like still be there forever, like holding on and gripping tight and loving you like a sweet, sweet bear, and we need it. We need it, Corey. I, I mean, I think you've hit the nail on the head. I think 
I think Pokemon's like biggest. Every kid wanted to be Ass Ketchum. Ass? Every... Did you say Ass? Did, does, does that does that how it, is that how it sounded? I said it Ash. Sounded a lot like Ass. Um, ash Ketchum. A- but no, ash every, Ketchum. Every every kid wanted to be Ash Ketchum. Yeah. Um, and I think every adult now still wants to be Ash Ketchum. Yeah. The eleven year old boy who went on an incredible adventure to conquer the uh, Indigo Plateau, the Indigo yeah. region. Yeah. Um, and made incredible friends along the way, captured Pokemon who became some of his best friends, and he watched them grow to become even greater than they ever were. And you get to experience that story in the show. You get to experience that story kind of in the game. And it once like you cling to that, you know what it is. And every time you come back to a game, no matter what um, edition of it is, no matter where it's at, no matter where Pokemon's at in its life, it is always coming back to what you know is always coming back home. You always, yeah. I say it's bread and butter because it's the same thing every time, but you, and you always know what you're going to get, but you always know what you're going to get. Yeah. Yeah. Always. And it's always something that you just want to embrace and cuddle and love and just spend hours with. And then once it's over, it's kind of, it's not that it's over because you can go and grind to level 99 if you want, but <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, it's kind of over. Yeah. And yeah. I think with this, um, with what they're what Nintendo's doing now, um, with Pokemon um, Arceus, I believe I'm pronouncing that right. Mm-hmm. I hope at least. I, I I don't even know if I'm pronouncing it right. I've just I've stuck yeah. with the pronunciation and I'm going with it. Um, they they are opening up to a a new generation, but also the older generation of a lot of Nintendo people who, um, like you and like a lot a lot of other people, I'm getting there. But people who embraced what Breath of the Wild brought for Zelda, this yep. reinvention of a another game that is, you know, more than two decades old, a little bit longer than that. Yeah. Um, and said, here's what we this is gonna be for a little bit now. Yeah. And there I think Pokemon's looking at that like, this is what we're gonna be. No, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at, like, you know, Diamond and Pearl, like, hey, here's a re-release of that, um, but you played that, so if you want to go back to it, here you go, it looks it looks pretty different, but, you know, it's the game that you know. Yeah, but... Well, and, like, I mean, leading, using that as a little bit of a segue, like, where where do you think Pokemon goes? I mean, 10 years from now, do we continue to have, like, is there a dual release you know central game Mm. we're having you know remakes of black and white and you know maybe another new remake of like there's a let's go version of gold and silver and you know ruby and sapphire and all this kind of stuff and like you know or does arceus mark the beginning of something new is it like is there like is it leading into something else i think snow Without going too deep on the Nintendo conversation, Nintendo is horrendous about game <clears throat> preservation, in yep. my opinion. Yeah. Um, but for the future of Pokemon, I think 
We'll see how Arceus goes, but I think their plan is this is what Pokemon's going to be going forward. Because honestly, this is always our vision of Pokemon, and we've never been able to implement it how we've wanted to. Not always the vision, but probably around Diamond and Pearl. This was kind of the vision that they were probably looking at achieving one day of this open world yeah. Pokemon game where you adventure out. But because of hardware limitations and because of how fans were for the games, this is kind of what they stuck with. Then they've had yep. their spinoffs of a little bit of everything else over the years. Yeah. So I think core games are going to be these probably a little bit longer in between even more than what we have now of these mainline games that are Breath of the Wild-esque, these open-world Pokemon games where you're going to see a lot more of Nintendo trying to flex a little bit of their hardware too yeah. for it as well of what they can do. And I think you'll see, because as bad as N Nintendo is at game preservation, the one thing that they have been good at recently are Pokemon remakes of bringing yeah. up um, older generation games to um, fresher consoles because you saw, you know, Fire Red and Leaf Green. Um, you're seeing uh, Heart Gold, not seeing, you saw Heart Gold, Soul Silver. You're seeing uh, the Diamond and Pearl um, remakes as well. I think you're going to start, I think you'll see a little bit of work back on that. You'll probably see a re release of Red and Blue um, on the Switch. Or ported, maybe. There's no reason it shouldn't be ported, honestly. Um, but I think we'll see that as kind of, hey, we have Pokemon Arceus 2 coming out here in 2025. But holiday season 24, we have um, our Shiny Heart Gold and uh, Shiny Soul Silver re-releases here on the Switch that are coming. Shiny Heart Gold. <laughs> Shiny Soul Silver. Mark it down. That's what it's going to be called. I guarantee it's, it. I mean, well, in, and it's not a... I mean, it's really not, like, a hard thing to imagine that what has been the core games for the longest time, these, like, dual releases, classic, mm -hmm. eight... I mean, like... Eight gems, but also, I mean, just the normal, like, turn-based fighting, like, that yeah. kind of structure. It's not unrealistic to think that that could become the secondary game. The way that, yeah. like, the Mystery Dungeon games have been yeah. for a while, like, that could be the new thing that takes that role. And, like, this is the, this mean, is the I, stuff you're getting in the off years. And the core experience being something that takes significant, like inspiration from like what Arceus legends does and whatever like inspiration it's drawn from like breath of the wild and just general like inspiration of what it wanted to be initially. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's like, it is one of those things where it does like, it's, it's hard to tell like at this point with, um, with, like hardware being the way that it is and, you know, having a little bit more of that availability to be able to kind of venture out and make some of those changes is it's hard to tell. Like what is, what does 10 years look for, look like from now? Do they like, I can't imagine. I don't know. It's hard. It's, it's a weird thing because it's tough. like it's, it's a weird thing because like, I mean, if I were to say, okay, in 10, 20 years, if Pokemon were to stay exactly the same, 
nobody would buy it. Like, I don't think that's true. I don't think if they no. were to come out with a, like, you know, olive and uh, magenta game in 10 uh-huh. years yep. that, like, people wouldn't buy that and eat it. I mean, people would complain about it. People would say, oh, yeah. I mean, like, they should have done this or it should have been harder or should have been whatever. But, like, it's still, people are still going to play it and people are still going to like it. But, you know, I think as slow as they've been to kind of make some of these changes and adopt some of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that there's reason to believe that it could start to shift. It could start to, you know, because, I mean, Breath of the Wild was the realization of what the original Legend of Zelda was yeah. supposed to be. Um, and so there's, I mean, there's reason to believe that, like, Pokemon going forward can continue to hit the realization of what they wanted it to be initially. So, I mean, I think you also Nintendo has to look at their consumers in terms of, I mean, you're going to get people, the people who are going to buy the uh, sword and shield or whatever's next diamond and pearl, you know, is coming or yep. whatever it is in, in that vein, that consumer base is the same. It, has been the same it will be the same and it probably won't grow if anything it's only going to decrease because that main market is getting smaller because a lot of younger gamers now they're not into the rpg jrpg kind of this turn-based combat it's so much more um you know just action-based like everything is real time and yep. it's okay. How can we keep bringing in new players into Pokemon? Kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, you know, your grandkids are going to watch the show and they're going to come in. They're going to play this like slow turn based, like you're walking and like running through the world in environments that are completely different to a Fortnite or yep. into. Uh, I'm trying to think of what other games like. Minecraft. Minecraft. I mean, Minecraft's ten years old, but like Minecraft's still relevant. I know. I know children who play Minecraft regularly. Exactly. Or maybe something like a Ratchet and Clank, something along these lines. And it's it's slow. It's not as quick, and people's attention spans are just smaller. Just point blank. It's like. Well, and even even then, I mean, they're just they're different. I mean, gaming when when we were younger, like. Pokemon the, was identical, almost. Well, I mean, it. You put up with the. It was just the way things were, like yeah, the way that like tutorials were, the way that text like yeah speed was, or the way that like games played, or like just like normal kind of things that were part of games. It was just what it was, like yeah, you you didn't think anything differently because like games were not like they were you were just you were playing new games like the really the only big innovation were new graphics and things nowadays i mean people are really pushing new like styles of play and new ways of interacting with the game and like accessibility features and like things that are actively targeting like how can we make this experience better not just how can you how can we make the game bigger better and bigger but like how can we make playing it better 
And mm-hmm. like that's the that is kind of the um that is the the thing that'll kind of like remain to be seen is like, you know, what what are kids willing to put up with when they're used yep. to playing certain games like what are they willing to put up with going forward and yeah i mean you're right like that'll be kind of what unless there is a group of like my daughter for instance i mean she may be you know being exposed to things that i'm interested in she may have some of that skew where like she's putting up with some of that stuff because she sees me putting up with some of that stuff and she's like interacting with some of that stuff but like, you know, she may have a little bit of a different skew, but some people may not. And, you know, you never know. Like it's um, so, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like there's there's this um, it's it's hard to tell with, I mean, the way that like kids are today and just kind of like the normal the normal stuff that you run into by just like a progressing generation in the middle yep. of different kind of like things. It's it's a different like it's it's always going to be different things need to adapt to um, continue to not stay relevant. I mean, Pokemon obviously two decades in is, is relevant. It's, I mean, it's massively <laughs> relevant. It is um, probably, I mean, outside of probably Mario, it is probably the best sell. Um, yeah. Well, and I mean, I think in the, I mean, legitimately as a multimedia entity, I mean, it's probably like, the most lucrative i mean maybe not the yeah. most i mean whenever you look at like um i think like Bar- Bar- barbie and marvel and star wars and things like that maybe not but like you know it's up, it's up there top top it's five up there. top 10 like i mean it's as a which no, nothing else can no other game franchise can claim in the same respect um but yeah i mean it's like it's huge. it's 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 a huge thing um but you've you've enjoyed you've enjoyed your time with pokemon unite you've planned you seem like you you're interested in uh picking up pokemon sword and shield yeah, maybe I mean, at some you've point peaked, so you've piqued my interest um one of my other friends i just got done hanging out with him Ooh. Uh, we didn't we, we didn't talk about pokemon at all but he yeah. is uh feverishly talking about pokemon Okay. Um, a time he's had me do some Nuzlocke runs on my phone of yep. um Emerald. I made it to like the second gym. You know, if you don't know, I, I mean, do you know what a Nuzlocke run is? Yes, yes, I do. Okay. Um, would okay. you would you I, like I, to explain? I it? Essentially, it's. I mean, there's different rules depending on how you want to do it, but the the basics of it is, um, whenever your Pokemon uh, faints or dies uh you have to release that pokemon it is gone yep. for yep. forever essentially um and how he had me do it or the rules for it was me him or another guy you can capture one pokemon per route yep um then the, like that's it and if there's a tpk like all of your pokemon die it's game over like you yep. um you have to completely restart from there and that, that, that's just basically that's essentially the basics of the game it yeah. is no it's a fan-made permadeath if you will yeah they faint it's completely gone so yeah. it's it's kind of one of those things where you do a fight or two then you run to the pokemon center hill up fight or two pokemon yep. center hill up and then when you have enough money you buy up some supplies and yep. um get your things there's some like pseudo rules of where you can get like one revive per gym kind of a thing 
Okay. Where it's just like uh, that. Um, we didn't do that, but I know that's the thing of like, okay, like before your first gym, you get to buy one revive potion and you get to use it once. Okay. And you can bring one back. Yep. And that is that is it. Yep. You get and you once you do that, you can't do it again until you beat the that gym. Okay. Kind of a thing. Okay. Um, so that way, if you like grind up and like you make it to the gym and like you're there and one falls around the gym fight, but you still end up winning, everyone else lives, you can bring him back and okay. then roll through kind of a thing. It's, it's, it's a little bit of a cop out, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it makes it, uh, I think, a little bit kinder. Yeah. Um, it's hard mode, not maddening. <laughs> Like, but you but you're interested in uh nuzlocking the old sword and shield? I don't know. Pokemon Unite? Nuzlocke. I might I might pick up um Ruby or Sapphire on my yeah. uh, iPhone and play through it at work. Um, on your iPhone? What are you talking about? You... That's how I did it. I, I played Emerald on my iPhone. Oh my god. This it was, shut it, it was, down. This is a farce. What are we doing? It was a little uh, choppy <laughs> on it. Not super bad though, but it, it yeah. was choppy. N- yeah. Not unplayable. Um, I mean, Nintendo. If you're not going to bring it to my Switch, what do you want me to do? Kind of a thing. Like <laughs> you could, you could literally get a 3ds, and they're all on there. You can I, just like I, I, download them from the eShop. I, I, I look at Nintendo like grow up, just port it like. Uh. <laughs> I can play a PlayStation 1 game. I can play Final uh, Fantasy 7 on my Switch. But, I mean, we're moving past it. I do, I think, having talked with you, Logan's his name, um, I want to play uh, Sword and Shield. It might be, yeah. I talked about this um, last one on Ghost of Tsushima. It might be, might be a holiday game holiday game yeah, for yeah, me yeah and i mean we're going to my wife's family uh for thanksgiving this year um so it might be something where i pick up and play while i'm down there um, well, uh, maybe we'll we'll dial you in for a live call while you're down there and listen to you playing it while you're on the potty yeah yeah um, maybe we'll see but that's also around the same time that uh the remakes of diamond and pearl come out because that's late yep. october which I'm, I'm probably just going to pick up, and I'll probably work through that on my lunch breaks. Um, yeah, yeah. Just in general, uh, I'm wrapping up a uh, book. I normally read on my lunch breaks, but uh, every now and then again between uh, book reads, I'll uh, play something on my Switch. And so it might be time for that. But you're at the point now where, I mean, to kind of to wrap up a little bit of this conversation, like, yeah. You you seem like you're at the point now where like you're, you you want to kind of dip your toe I, I back, wanna, in, back into I def- it a little bit. I definitely want to. It's one of those things where, you know, I have I, I am thankfully one of the few who have a PlayStation 5. Um, uh, yes. But I mean, we're almost at a year of the PlayStation 5 and there hasn't been a ton of PlayStation 5 games. Yes. And that is, you know, you know. It, it is what it is. That's a topic for an, another day. Um, yeah. But, you know, gaming is evolving. I, I want something that is a little bit um, familiar. I think yeah. something where I can kind of just like restabilize um, myself gaming. And I think okay. this is kind of going to be it. Um, I, so it's 
Um, if if your wife gets pregnant between now and then, then it'll be a, the ultimate Don't put that comfort food. <laughs> it'll be Don't the ultimate comfort food. I problem. I promise. Um, I two three months two months don't put that evil <laughs> you know our, our conversation what what uh, what else have you been playing you know you're you're looking forward to digging digging into some pokemon in the future yeah. but what do you so, what are you playing now um i am still working through uh eldest souls which uh, listeners will be like excuse me what are you doing shouldn't you wrap that by now those balls are <laughs> tough. Um, yeah but they're I'm still having fun with that i give it a couple of runs i'm on the ice one now um okay so it's uh he's he's a toughie. Um, yeah, he's I, he's I've done some... I've done a little bit better than I thought I would based on what I know of it. Um, so I give that a couple of runs every now and then. The main game okay. I've been playing though is uh, Yakuza, like a dragon. Ah, yes, on the PS Five, yes, yes, yes. and uh, I am really really digging it. Uh, I'm probably I don't know how many I don't know how far into it. Oh, chapter four. And I could give you a guesstimate of where I'm at, but the cutscenes are so long that I'm like, <laughs> um, to put this in perspective, listeners, uh, I was playing the other night. I had it on. I had my controller off to the side. I'd set it down because I was watching. Uh, this is how far we're into it. My wife sit down. She's watching. She's scrolling on her phone. And then probably like another five minutes ago, I pick up my controller and she was like, oh, you're playing a game? I thought you were watching something. And I'm like, no, not <laughs> quite. Uh, but no, it's fun. It is. I've never played a Yakuza, Yakuza game, but this one piqued my interest because I knew it was turn-based. I very much enjoy turn-based combat. I've heard it's similar um, to Persona Five, which is one of my top three games of all time. Yeah. Um, and I've just heard nothing but great things about it. So I wanted to play. Um, I definitely want to go further into it the farther I get into it. But again, I'm on chapter four. Uh, I got two party members. And it definitely feels like it's opening up now. But it's, it's just yeah. a lot of fun. Um, it brings in some classic JRPG elements into it. Uh, they reference Dragon Quest a lot, yep. which I'm kind yep. of shocked by. But I know it's primarily <clears throat> made in the East, and Dragon Quest is a behemoth of a franchise. In Japan, yeah. I mean, it is godlike there. Yeah. Um, well, and um, God, it's been so. I played this earlier like this. in the year. It's yeah. It's um, what's the main character's name? Is it is it Ichiban? Is that Ichiban? His name? Mm. Okay, Ichiban um, Yasuga. Okay. Um, he yeah, he's a huge Dragon Quest fan. Huge. Um, and so it yeah, it does play into it a good bit, and um. Which I, I mean, I appreciate. Like, I think it's a really neat thing, and like, and it was honestly, um, well, you know, as you go through it, by for perspective, um, there are fifteen chapters. Um, I just looked it up just to kind of, um, oh, okay, s- see what so, the. Um, I'm approaching a third of the way through it. I would, I would argue that you're not. I would argue that Fair. later chapters are probably like. I think they do stretch out a good bit by perspective. I think I put. I checked earlier. You put 70, 80 hours into it. Yeah, 70 to 80 um, into it. So, yeah, I mean, it's um, it, it, the later chapters do stretch. Um, but it. Yeah, it's a it's a really good game. I, I loved it. I'm glad that you're playing it. I want to talk more about it. Um, yeah, I want to talk more about later it later on. And I want to hear more more of time, your thoughts. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm down to talk about it more. Um, I'll probably be able to put in a good bit 
this week. I think we, we're we're kind of not at a standstill with the house project, um, but we're kind of at a point where it's just like okay, we can't really do too much more till yeah. this comes in, kind of a thing. Yeah. So um, I should be able to get a good bit more in, and um, I'm excited to talk about it. I think that'll good be deal. the plan for next week. I should be able to get um, a lot more in on it. I'll be excited. I really like it. It's it's a lot of fun. Very um, nice. It is a a lot a lot of fun. What about you? What you been playing though? I have, I've you know I've kind of been bouncing around still, um, playing Hitman Three a little bit mm. whenever, um, whenever my that sweet sweet uh, murder. Yeah, whenever my baby is not around, like just just occasionally, like um, yeah. I did like an elusive target thing the other day, and um, I'll do like. I'm I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm tr- I'm really legitimately trying to in lieu, you know, where where previously like something like an Overwatch would be kind of like the seasonal kind of game that yep. you kind of popped into here and there. I feel like, you know, I kind of Hitman could kind of scratch that itch a little bit where it's like, hey, you know, maybe I'll kind of pop into it here and there and just kind of yep. like scratch that itch and just kind of um so still, you know, still playing through that, but no kind of immediacy, just um, just a little bit here and there. Um, the main thing I've been playing has been um, due to like due to your egregious uh, defamation oh. of the of the game itself. Um, I actually started replaying Nino Kuni, the White Witch, um, yeah. which you you have been playing um, for a while. Not um, too long. I started yeah. in May. Then okay. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart came out. So I played yep. like that. Platinum yep. that. Then came back to it. Yep. Um but yeah. Um but in the, the weeks previously, like you you have been playing that, um, and then your result was what? Oh, my result was I if you ever played a JRPG, you know when you got to this point of you are at the final fight, you're under-leveled, and mm-hmm. you don't have the resources to do the fight. So your choices are to grind for hours, or you can go and get your resources. Again, I will harp on this. Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch design is that once you've made it that far, there is no going back to get resources. And so I had the choice of do I grind for another 10 hours because you don't level up quick in this game at all. Um, do I grind for another probably realistically without exaggerating, probably like five to seven hours, yeah. which is still a lot of time to be able to make it all the way out to go get the resources I need to then fight my way the entire way back back to the final fight just to win is this worth it for this final 30 seconds that i just can't get because i could get the final (laughs) the third phase of the fight down to the last bit but i was just out of mana he starts doing his attacks too quickly to where i can't defend and heal in time i don't have enough resources to where i'm like screw it i am miserable i want to be done with this game i've experienced everything this game has to offer other than the final 30 seconds of it and and any post game content 
And any post-game content. That's, that's now locked off from you forever. Not forever. I can go back to this game. Forever. I, it's gone. Forever. You can't play it anymore. But I quit, essentially. <laughs> listener. I mean, yep. I just wasn't, I wasn't having yep. a good time. I wasn't having fun with it. I, I still attest I'd love the characters. I'd love the story. I feel like it should have ended with uh, Shadar. Mm-hmm. Um, who is the main villain throughout. I did enjoy the White Witch storyline. But so what I did was I did what any cursed gamer does is I just went and watched the last bit on YouTube. And yep. honestly, I wasn't missing much because the ending was beyond underwhelming. I, <laughs> I watched it. I'm like, the, the excuse me, this is what you are offering me as the closure to this 60-hour coming-of-age story where this young man rises up to like help save the world. This is his ending. He rides on a broom back and says, I can make it, Mom, kind of a thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Which is it's tender, but at the same time, it's a 30-second end-cut scene that gives you no resolution to him and the other characters um stories i imagine there might be some in the post game i don't know i'll never know and but uh, but i the one thing that i do remember is that it did have some significant like post game content um which I, was I something that I, a good bit of post game content yeah um so there is i mean is it I, that's the thing i can't remember is i don't remember if it is like significant kind of story stuff or is it if it is mostly just kind of like here's a bounty hunt here's this kind of thing that like you could only really access afterward that I don't remember. Um, I, I looked up some of it. I know you can find the Wizard King. Which, um, oh, okay. Um, so without going too much into spoilers, I know you can find and talk to him okay. or, his, or okay. his spirit. Okay. Um, and that might be a huge spoiler. I don't know. But yeah. Um, yeah. Um, it is one. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just was having fun. Um, I got, I enjoyed all my time with it, and it was just like, do I just beat my head against the wall for hours for this last thirty seconds? You know, a lot of, I imagine a lot of people would be like, yes, like that's kind of the point of JRPGs. That's the point of gaming. Yeah. And I'm sitting here like, you know, I get that it is, but I just, I, I need something more. And I just want to know how <laughs> this ends. And I've on, I've done almost, I've done like ninety five percent of the yeah. legwork to see it. So I would. This, I will say, this is the only time I've ever done that. Yeah. Um, when sometimes, 100%. I mean, sometimes I think growing up is realizing that, I mean, it's one thing. I had that same experience with Xenoblade Chronicles 2 yep. specifically, where that came out. I was very excited about it. I played it for about 25 hours and was pretty lukewarm on most of that time. Never didn't really have a moment that I hated, didn't have a moment that I loved. And I got to that 25 hour point and I was like, okay, realistically, this is going to be another like 50 hours, if not more. Do I want to continue putting, spending, you know, two full days of my life's worth experiencing something that at best is just kind of like a, you know, soggy, wet taco? Or do I want something that is like, yeah. you know, do I want to move on to something that I know that I'll hopefully, hopefully know that I enjoy? Right. Yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, I, I get it. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, it is egregious and it is a horrible misrepresentation of a wonderful 
game, but um, it, you know, yeah, I, I, it's not, it's not for everybody. The characters and story are wonderful. The gameplay is lots of bad words. <laughs> oh no, that's not true. Um, but I, I'm, I'm happy. It's, can... it's a <laughs> we can talk about it. <laughs> we, well, we can uh, deep dive specifically on Nino Kuni, Wrath of the White Witch, and literally fight each other with. Uh, we can do like an faces. extra, an extra Big recording screen. this month on it. Like here's a here's a five hour deep dive into this game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we'll. Go to, I mean, I have lots of thoughts on it. I mean, again, the characters are wonderful. Yeah. The story yeah. is heartfelt and warm yeah. and cozy. But man, it is a bitch of a game. <laughs> and not in a good way. Yeah, yeah. It's It's got some stuff. I mean, it's a little bit... It's It's got a couple of rough spots that I didn't quite remember. But, well, I mean, honestly, like, I'm, I'll be completely honest with you i mean the year's 2021 the game came out i mean the game came out on ps3 eight years ago but came out on ds before that exactly i'm still like i'm eating it up i love it to death like i'm not like you know it's it's still i i haven't had that point yet it's not it's not falling off on me have you left the main island yet? The the, the initial yeah. island. You I'm have. at I'm at Hamlin right now. Okay, cool. So yeah. for me, when it took the turn was when you left the initial island and got on the mm-hmm. boat. Once you get the yep. boat, which normally in the in the JRPGs when you get the boat, that's when it's like okay, we're, we're going in. <laughs> now. That's now it gets good. And in your mind, that, it was now this is when it got bad. That, that's when it started going downhill <laughs> for me because yep. the, it turned into no longer could I like like fight through the story and like enjoy like the combat. No, it turned into no. You have to grind if you want to survive this next fight. Like you need okay. to go like level up like a couple of times, and it never felt like that kind of game for me until then it's just like i don't want to do that game you you haven't asked me to do that and now you're asking me to do this 20 hours it's not 20 hours in that's probably like the 10 hour mark in um interesting we can talk about it at a later time yeah we'll we'll have to as i get further along we'll have to kind of dig into it i'm still not running into that too much i mean there there are a couple of fights that are a little you know, on the tougher end, but I haven't had to grind yet. Um, so, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Like I'll, um, I'll kind of see how my experience has changed. You know, if it does change kind of from the rose tinted glasses that it potentially once was, um, uh, that's what I've been playing. That's, uh, you got a, got anything else to, to add to the conversation uh, today? Yes. The pinnacle of Mr. Corey. The- the, the pinnacle of Pokemon is the Pokemon movie with Mew and Mewtwo. The original Spoiler one. Alert, when Ash gets turned to stone and it's Pikachu going Pikachu <laughs> and trying to shock <laughs> Ash back to life. Yep. I'm about to cry right now thinking about it. <laughs> that is the peak of Pokemon. It's a, it's it a is, classic. It, 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 if you don't, if you didn't 
or even don't cry watching that scene today, you are a cold hearted monster. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's tough. But I owned, I'm thinking about it more now. I owned a lot of Pokemon VHSs, and that was one mm-hmm. of the movies that I owned, and I watched that a lot. And I just remember that just, oh, it got me, it gets me good thinking about it right now. Yeah. I, um, no, I did too. I had, um, first movie. I think I, again, kind of showing the age, like I had the first, second, and third movies. Like I didn't have the, yeah. Um, I didn't have once you kind of got into the Lucario Arceus, like that kind of stuff. Um, that was a little, that was in that gap that I wasn't really actively engaging, but okay. Yeah. Um, but but yeah, Pokemon, I mean, end of the day, Pokemon is a delight. We love it It to death. It Mm -hmm. has caused fights across the world, but it has also caused so much joy in so many people's lives in such a dark dark period and for that we could uh never be more thankful um yeah Corey, this was this was good i'm glad that i'm glad that we got the chance to kind of i mean i think i think realistically if we wanted to we could dig in and talk about pokemon for you know many times many many times over what you know how how long we went but like in general like yeah, I think we kind of captured a lot of um, what makes Pokemon good. It's this, it's so pure, even when it's not. And it's, you know, it is, it's one of the last things in this world that we have left to hold on to it for joy. And, <laughs> and cozy. Yes. And just uh, the last shining beacon in yep. the, the dark tunnel. And I'm, I, you know, and despite... Um, you know, if you listen to our conversation last week, um, we talked a little bit about shining, a uh, brilliant diamond and shining pearl. Um, you know, we're that that's something that we'll probably uh, we'll probably be having a little bit up. more Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll I'll be I'll definitely be picking it up. We'll have some more Pokemon conversations uh, later this year, and who knows? Oh. I mean, it could very well be part of the goatee goody discussions at the end it uh it might not who knows Games but it, it, it could be eight <laughs> yes uh making it into the discussions this year um you know alongside pokemon snap and uh you know there's who knows what else there's a metroid game i don't know like is it i don't know it's new but is it you know yeah. wait 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 yeah um but yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be coming back to it. It was it was a good time, Corey. Um, do you have any anything that you would like to plug? Anything that you're excited about? Any? Um, oh gosh, I'm giving it too much thought. Um, yeah. Plugging my Twitter, stay thrashy uh, as always. Um, I don't tweet a ton. Um, I like yeah, I don't a lot either. of funny stuff. I, I follow good content. I like yeah, to think. you do. I, um, I a lot of your stuff. A lot of the things that I like on Twitter, you've also liked. I'm kind of yeah. in the same place. I used to tweet That's a lot fun. more. Um, I don't anymore. I do a little bit now, but it it takes a lot of effort for me to <laughs> actually yeah. tweet. Um, um, trying to think uh, anything specifically. Um, I play a lot of Dungeons and Dragons as well. If you've never okay. tried it, uh, I highly recommend it. It's a lot of fun. It's a great creative mm. outlet. Follow and, uh, follow him on Twitch. He streams uh, three times a day on yeah. for D anD. I, I do not um, 
nor do I think I, I, I would want to. But um, but if we ever um, if we ever have a Patreon, that'll be a secret goal that uh, he will to, do that forcibly for so your entertainment. Live stream my uh, D and D group. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the seven man level fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. like you know, trying to reclaim and save the world now. Yeah. So. Um, Okay. Yeah. Good deal. Um, the plugging anything. Yeah. Um. Uh. Four point pixel is my Instagram handle. Um. Twitter. You can find me at. Yeah. You can find me at Swiss Von Joe on Twitter. Yeah. I saw you Um, change that recently. I liked it a lot. (laughs) So that. But beyond that, um, intro music is always um by Johnny Be Good. Um, Johnny Be Good. Yeah. He does. He does great stuff. Actually. Um. Just a just a little plug for him. Um, let me let me look it up. That way, I just I don't uh, do something wrong. Go check him out on um, Johnny Be Good eighty nine on Instagram. He actually just came out so with a close. new. Is that wrong? It's not wrong. It's Johnny no, Be no, Good. No, no, you're right. I, I think it's something. Okay. My, my, okay. my mind's in the gutter. <laughs> um, he actually just came out with a new EP. Um, or I don't know if it's a full album or an EP. Um, he came out with, uh, some new music that he's been, I, th- I think is on most like streaming platforms, but you can also mm-hmm. kind of see some of it on Instagram. Um, if you follow him, um, just some neat stuff. So, yeah, um, it's good, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, other than that, this has been, uh, this is the fourth episode. We're doing good. We're almost up to so that's. Four. That is, if you listen to us once a week, you could listen to us for a whole month. I mean, that's yeah. that's a that's, that's a big that's deal. A month. This is yeah, that's, that's a month. Chris and Corey, CNC. I know, that's yeah. Um, so, but this is uh, this has been us. This has been we. We are uh, arcade cozy, and uh, we'll uh, yeah, we'll talk to you next week. All right. Yeah. See y'all. Love Say bye, Corey. Whoa.